The current canon for the traditional women's storytelling project, as it will be known from here on in, is almost 1,100 stories. And through some of, through some slight coercion from the Jaybirds that particularly followed this particular project, I was asked if I had any favorites and I should do like a top <laughs> uh, 20, as it were, of favorite stories. Now, how could I pass up and offer that good? Men say, we want women like our mothers. You modern women don't know how to keep a marriage together like your grandmothers. Hmm, no. No, y'all don't want women like that. From the canon of the Traditional Women series comes the I Need the Velmas podcast. Here, we will discuss story submissions and give our commentary, analysis, and maybe uncover a mystery or two. Come see what the traditional women are saying and doing. Trust, you're going to need the Velmas to see what we're saying. stories submitted to the I Need the Velmas podcast are done so of the storyteller's free will. To our knowledge and the knowledge of any guest, all stories are true at the time of submission, publishing, or posting to the What Jay Said 2.0 TikTok page. While stories submitted may have some incidents of violence, the host and guests of the I Need the Velmas podcast do not condone or support violence of any sort. Any likeness to any person living or dead is, is purely coincidental. Thank you. The craziest thing about this project that I have to keep reiterating, or I feel like I have to keep reiterating, is the fact I didn't think it would become as big as it has. I didn't think that as of October 2023, wow, that as of next month, this project will be officially two years old, which is wild, right? Which is wild. And... I hadn't even thought about making a compilation, as it were, of my favorite stories because I feel like every story is a favorite, which is why it is now included in the canon. But yet, I've narrowed it down to 20 and like, well, really 22 because there's there are so many. And if you want to follow along, if you would be so inclined, in the show notes of this particular bonus episode, there will be a a sketch so that book one uh, follows playlist one through three and uh, book two, playlist four through six. You'll see in the show notes that all all these stories have really been picked from these particular playlists and uh, which correspond to a particular book. But let's get started, right? Let's go with the honorable mentions and, and or bonuses because where I thought I could narrow it, narrow it down to 20, it's really 22. Uh, number 22, my great aunt found out her husband was cheating. So she had, so she had made a few Molotov cocktails and set his car and his side chick's car on fire. I miss her. <laughs> this, that story is actually, actually in book three. And one of the things that makes this so 
makes this a favorite is not just because it's it's uh, relayed by my cousin Diani, who actually is co-hosting the the another episode with me here shortly. But when I actually got the rest of the backstory, which is actually in the comments of uh, this of this particular book, I I want to say uh, this story is on playlist number six. I'm not sure, but yeah, but uh, this story is definitely in book is in book number three. Trigger warning. And come to find out, uh, good cousin actually has the recipe for those Molotov cocktails. <laughs> number twenty one, my nana. You couldn't leave in those days. Yeah, this one was a definite favorite. My Nana, you couldn't leave in those days. Nowhere to go. They didn't have the welfare back then. All you had was a pool cue. <laughs> the thing that makes this so special is because it, it's, the, it's the specific weaponry for me because I stand five foot ten, right? And happily 200 pounds. There is no body shaming here. I love every pound of me. And... It's the fact that she said pool cue, a pool cue. So, <laughs> so it, so pool cues are not short, beloved. They're not shorts, and clearly, they're used for all sorts of weaponry. <laughs> and let's get to it, right? Number twenty, my mama beat my papa with a shoe because he said her biscuits were dry. <laughs> ah. He was so scared. He enlisted in the military. It was World War II. It was her Churchill. Now this one is going into uh, volume volume number five, which will be out in December. I'll be doing my best here shortly to close a compilation as soon as I can around December the 1st. So I can actually have books on hand for uh, the December signing. So watch for pre-order or pre-order info for that. So that one I believe is on playlist number uh, number 12. And right now, uh, book five has two playlists, playlist number 12 and 13. Number 19, my friend's husband hit her and she kicked him so hard. He went through the wall of their single wide trailer and then shot him. He's alive, but single. Now see, this one is actually a throwback from 2021. Uh, when the project first began, again, I didn't think it would develop into a project. So there were lots of stories that I missed and did and uh, had it had it go back had to go back to. So this one actually is a is an oldie, but it's going into book number five. My husband again, number eighteen. My husband put his hands on me one time. I filled his food with clear X lax for two months. <laughs> Between vomit and poop, he thought he had colon cancer. <laughs> this one is actually in book number three. Now that that act, this video actually uh, went viral. It went viral. It went viral on the app. Right now, I want to say even now it's at like over a hundred some odd thousand plus views, which is crazy. And there are people all all in the comments of that video saying she should have left. She should have left. Why did he hit her? See, see. Number seventeen. My mama's father went left to quote unquote go get milk and try to start a new family. Her uncle put him on a t-shirt and went to work the next day. Now this one is in uh volume four. The title of volume four is More Secrets and Tales. Child, cause that that one took me, because I really believe it was her father's her mom's uh her mom was behind that, but I can't I can't be for certain. I can't be for certain. But the fact that he went to go get milk and never came, see, 
Wow. Number 16. My grandma shot a whole clip into... Oh, I forgot about this one. My grandma shot a whole clip into her husband's casket as it went down after dragging his side piece for crying too loud in church. <laughs> it's the fact that grandma had a whole burner in her purse for me. <laughs> she had a whole burner in her purse. But... This, but this is actually in a playlist. I want to say number one. Uh, so this actually corresponds to the very, very first book of the traditional women, the traditional women project. So it's the creativity for me. Number 15, my Gigi pulled a shotgun on my grandfather while he was on the phone with his side piece. <laughs> it's still the visual for me. It's still the visual for me because sir, how do you get that bowl? And this one is uh, in Traditional Women, Volume Volume Three. Again, trigger warning. I think trigger warning is uh, some of the some of the most. Uh, if I can say people have a favorite book, I, I want to say Trigger Warning Volume Three is is that is that. Number fourteen, my granny Velma was married nine times. She always told me widow rolls off the tongue better than divorced. Divorced. Widowed. I'm mad she's right. And this one goes, this act, this story corresponds to um, Trigger Warning also. To, again, Traditional Women, Volume 3. Number 13. My cousin, my cousin to her cheating husband. It's no longer safe for you to sleep here. He left and never came back. Now, again, this is in, this is in Traditional Women, Volume 4, uh, More Secrets and Tales. For me, it's the fact that he listened. You know what I'm saying? Like he he listened. He actually was like, this woman really might kill me. So the best thing I need to do is just go. But the fact I just wanted I want to be a fly on the wall or a spider in a corner when when that was said because she had to say that with some authority for him to just turn around and just go. The house is probably hers anyway. <laughs> We are slowly but surely getting to number one, right? Number 12. My grandfather was abusing my grandmother and my dad. One of them shot him with a double barrel shotgun. I never got the real story of who done it. This one, again, jinkies. This one goes, this one corresponds to Traditional Women Volume 3. And I think that it was at volume three where I really thought that I had something special here and really need to put other things behind that. Like one of them is merch that I know that y'all have been begging me to get done. And I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise I am just in time for Christmas even. Number 11. My grandmother told a man I was dating. He reminded her of her first husband and he better not put his hands on me because we are a family of widows. This also is in Traditional Women, Volume 4. And it's the fact that uh, her grandmother said that, you know, we are a family of widows. Now, that sounds like a threat to me. What y'all think? <laughs> Number 10. My grandpa cheated on my grandma. She broke a glass. Yeah! Oh! My grandpa cheated on my grandma. She broke she broke the glass casserole dish full of baked mac and cheese over his head. 
The dish was fresh out the up man. Man. So not only was it hot glass, it was hot cheese. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. And this actually corresponds to Traditional Women Volume volume 1 also. But man, because everybody in the comment section of that particular video said that, <laughs> said, what did the macaroni and cheese do? And do you know how mad a black woman has to be to break to break back and cheese? Man, because that indeed is a labor of love. Whoo, Jesus. Number nine, grandma's friend got beat. The two of them went on a late night road trip for a weekend. The hubby was never seen again. This is in traditional women, again, going into book five. I believe this particular book, this particular story, I want to say is on, is on um, playlist 13. The thing about this that makes this a favorite is women, women, looking, women looking out for women because... Man, the fact that she, the fact that they suddenly went on a trip and so did he. <laughs> I mean, people always talk about the violent nature of these stories, but never the abuse that precedes it. Life is wild, yo. Number eight, my grandmother. Yeah, this is an all-time favorite. No matter where, no matter where I'm at, or how many books we that we go to, my grandmother carried a brick in a brown paper bag. Boarded a plane to Chicago with it and blew down on my grandfather's side chick. <laughs> this one actually is in, is in Traditional Women uh, volume, volume 1 also. This was the first video that um, I believe really got over like 200,000 plus views. And this, this story, uh, I believe, really demonstrated just how uh, good, I guess, I am at telling stories. And people love my little scenarios on, on the fly as I put things together in my mind, right in my mind. But it's the fact that she took a plane, a brick on a plane for me in a, in a brown paper bag. So when you, so do you know, you know, the level of calculation and patience that went into that? She ain't packed no drawers, no bras, no deodorant, no soap, but she took that brick with her. <laughs> she took that brick with her. Number seven, my mama's first husband came, came, came. After her drunk, no, my, my, I'm sorry. My mama's first husband came after her drunk. She got him with the cast iron, dropped him in the kitchen. She thought he, she, she thought she killed him, so she went to bed. This one is in. Uh, this story is in Traditional Women Volume Two. What made this a What made this a a favorite is the fact that I just saw her grandmother like just mollywop this cat in the kitchen. He dropped like glass on the floor, just shattered. Right. And rather than like calling some people or checking on him, she just was like, look, if he there in the morning, I deal with it in the morning. I'm going to lay down. Oh, man. Number six, 50 years, 50 years ago, my 50 years ago, my, my mama found my daddy at his mistress house, mistress's house. She pulled a gun out, put it to his head and told him either he was going to go home and take care of his kids or his life insurance, his life insurance would. He never did it again. And they were together 50 years. This one also is in uh, Traditional Women, Volume 3, Trigger Warning. It's the, again, I still have to go back to who, who opened the door now? Who opened the door? Because somebody had a letter, either, either somebody let her in or she kicked it in. Either way, she had access and had the gun. Man, she, 
the it's the level of planning from her house to the car to her house to the mistress house to see to see him in the back room. Child, she was gonna murder him right in there. Oh, I can't do it, Jesus. Number five, my mom took the ashes of her mother-in-law and threw them on the floor. Then said, "Guess she can she can complain that my floor is dusty now, huh?" Then sat down. <laughs> This one also is in Traditional Women, Volume 1. And the, the thing that took me about this one is, how horrible was this mother-in-law to her daughter-in-law that she got... Now, keep in mind, her this Jaybird's mom said she got up and took the ashes of her mother-in-law and threw them on the floor. She made no mention of how they got cleaned up, she got cleaned up, if they swept her or left on the floor. Or, and then... This Jaber, I remember, said that she just sat down and drank a coffee. Like, she didn't just get up. <laughs> she didn't get up and do, do that. Girl, she was, she, was, she was done and finished. Hear me? Done and finished. And we are almost there. Number four. This man left his wife, went back to his Jamaican girlfriend. When he died, they sent the body to the UK. The UK ex-wife refused to accept the body and sent him right back. <laughs> I love this for the level of petty that it is. I love the fact that this woman with you, you're not going to look now. You didn't want me alive, so I don't want you in death. So why, why would you send the body to me? Now, see the fact that the girlfriend did that. Is why it, that's that's a whole other level of hubris. Like to, it, it is, it is. Cause why? Cause you didn't had him and had all the fun, right? Now he gone. So why can't you do that? But then that's some of these girls. Look, child, let me not even get into that. But she said, "I'm not the wife. I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. You need to take care of this." And she sent that bad boy back with a FedEx ticket saying, "You can bury him. Ha! Y'all both can go to hell." Ha ha. Number three. I dated a man and he raised his and he raised his voice and snatched my purse and threw it on the ground. I burned his whole house down. Only thing left was the steps. Now this is go this story is in Traditional Women Volume Four. Uh in vo in volume four, again, uh this is this is secret. As the as the internet needs it is internet nieces and or y'all's cousins are fighting in the background. But yes, this particular, this particular woman did a whole story time as to why she burnt this man's house down. Danielle took a cinnamon roll when I'm cleaning up the kitchen. Close the door. Can you tell her to put it back? Danielle, put the cinnamon roll back, please. It'd it be real over here, y'all. It'd be real over here. And uh, she did a whole story time as to why she burnt this man's house down. She said he was abusive. He, she was trying to leave. He threw her purse on the ground and she was tired of being done bad. She went to the, she, I believe she said she went to the gas station, got like a like 50 cent worth of gasoline in a Sprite bottle <laughs> and just burnt his, and, you know, basically sprayed his house and, and burnt her house down. She said she did like 90 days in jail. It was crazy, man. It was it was crazy. Like she like I had to 
she burnt his. She was completely done and finished, right? Done and finished. Again, that story is in book number four. Number two, my mother made me and my brother sit in the window while she went to get my dad. She had rollers in her hair, a trench coat on, and a gun. <laughs> this story also is in Traditional Women, Volume 1. Now, the thing that took me about this is that this Jay Bird who gave this story said that her mom really didn't drive. <laughs> So, so she went, so her dad hadn't come home. So she got in the car to go look for him. She said the car was like irking and jerking and stopping, but they were supposed to be in the window watching to make sure he, their dad ain't come back and watch for her. Child was crazy. And my all-time favorite thus far, right, thus far, is this one. Number one. My auntie beat this woman with my roller skates, then said, call the paddy wagon. The bitch is dead. <laughs> ah! Then let her smoke. Now, just now just for reference, uh, she was smoking Benson and Hedges cigarettes. Benson and Hedges. This one, this, this story here, I remember, I remember uh, doing this story and adding the uh, edits to the video. This here made it apparent that I need to compile these into a book. So this is the this is the story that influenced the the project thus far. And child, there there are miles to go before we sleep, right? And uh as of this particular moment, again book five will be out before Christmas on um out on uh, I'm sorry on paper on paperback via Amazon and also on Kindle. Uh, you all know that this podcast exists also for other rele other relevant storytelling. And also merch is coming. I have to get some things finally together for that. And the website is coming to, to order things. So I'm, do I'm doing as best I can on this end. I'm completely grateful and humble to all of you who follow this particular space. But yes, the, the project uh, is two years old as of next month. And I am elated. I am humbled. I am elated. And I am grateful to each and every last one of you who has who has donated time, effort, energy, love, and stories to this canon. It wouldn't exist without all of you. And I thank you all so much. I thank you all so much. Onward to book five, six, and seven. Thank y'all so much for spending time with me, these Velmas, and these stories. The I Need the Velmas podcast is a division of Firestarter Media LLC, established 2021. The executive producer of the I Need the Velmas podcast is me, Jennifer Bush Harris. If you have stories you would like to submit, you can do so through I Need the Velmas podcast at gmail.com. Yes, you can do so anonymously. All traditional women's series books are available for purchase through Amazon and Kindle. Now, are you a traditional woman? <laughs>